Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. If you are looking for vendor process training for you or your entire vendor team, head over to my site at DeborahRRichardson.com and click on the Vendor Team Training Solved button to learn more about what is included in the annual plan and also to download a training schedule. Get the training that you and your team needs to avoid payment fraud, duplicate vendors, compliance fines, and more. So remember in March 2020, when most AP and vendor teams packed up abruptly and went to work from home? And then in 2021, when many vendor teams were still working remotely, or maybe some hybrid? Well, today, I will talk about the FBI stats about the continued effects of the pandemic and what that had on business email compromise or BEC. Plus, if you want to know what the FBI says you should do if your company is a victim and how the FBI's rec team fits in, keep listening. Welcome to episode 183, FBI Stats on Business Email Compromise in 2021 and Their Rat. The FBI's uh, Internet Crime Complaint Center, or IC3, has been tracking reported incidents of cybercrime since 2000. And each year they release a report identifying cybercrime statistics and trends for the previous year. So they recently released their 2021 crime report. And as you can imagine, just like their report released for 2020 activity, uh, there were some very interesting uh, results related to BEC or business email compromise. Again, given the continued impact of the pandemic in 2021. So let's first start off with just defining, uh, in case you haven't heard of them before, uh, what is the FBI's Internet Crime Complaint Center, or IC3? So it's formally known as the Internet Fraud Complaint Center. Uh, according to their website, their mission is, and I quote, to provide the public with a reliable and convenient reporting mechanism to submit information to the Federal Bureau of Investigation concerning suspected Internet facility criminal activity and to develop alliances with law enforcement and industry partners. Information is analyzed and disseminated for investigative and intelligence purposes to law enforcement and for public awareness. All right, so that is their mission. Uh, They handle cyber crimes, online fraud matters, including intellectual property uh, rights matters, uh, computer intrusions like hacking, Uh, online extortion, internet money laundering, identity theft, as well as other internet uh, facilitated uh, crimes. 
All right, so that's who they are. So let's talk about what they said about business email compromise in 2021. So as many or, uh, yeah, as many vendor teams, uh, whether it's AP or procurement, I keep forgetting procurement. I know you guys are growing out there uh, as far as having uh, responsibility over the vendor master file and that whole onboarding and uh, maintenance of the vendor master file. So we're going to include you in there too. No, many of you uh, still worked remotely over uh, work remotely or some hybrid schedule. Uh, and the cyber criminals knew that too. And they continue to uh, take advantage in 2021 of the continued uh, disruption that some companies experience. I know a lot of them, uh, a lot of you guys uh, did excellent in 2020, uh, getting uh, up and running as fast as you could to make sure that the lights stayed on and continued uh, to uh, do, uh, do great work to make sure they stayed on in 2021 too, as the hybrid and, and remote working uh, continued. Uh, but again, Cyber criminals took advantage of that. So according to the report, uh, total complaints for 2021 was 847,376. And that was up from 791,790 in 2020. Um, But that 791,000 was itself was almost a 50% increase from uh, 2019 that only saw, and I say only like it's, you know, only, but at that point it was only 467,361 reports of incidents uh, during 2019 or the pre-pandemic era. So it almost doubled in 2020. Luckily, it did not almost double in 2021, but it still increased. And so this means that in 2021, there was an average of 2,300 complaints um, per day. And I just want to point out too, that these are just the ones that were reported. And this was all complaints. These were just the ones reported, but it was all complaints. So let's look at uh, business email compromise specifically um, for 2021. And just a reminder, business email compromise uh, scams, those are where Froster or, uh, yeah, Froster attempts to trick uh, vendor team members into believing they are a CEO or the vendor, uh, someone that that has authority to make a change to uh, vendor bank details or uh, uh, remittance addresses for checks to divert payments or maybe other ways to transfer funds such as Um, wire requests or gift cards. Now, uh, business email compromise or BEC incidents decreased. It was a surprise, but it decreased in 2020 in the number of incidents where it was uh, 19,360 in 2020 versus uh, 23,761 in 2019. But while that looked promising, The problem was is that the cumulative amount of the losses increased from 1.7 billion in 2019 to 1.8 billion in 2020. So it was less incidents, but the uh, total losses were higher. So that meant um, it was an average loss of $92,000 per incident from the year of 2020, which was 
uh, up from 71,000 or almost 72,000 per incident in 2019. And I know that what we see most often out there as far as reported uh, business email compromise losses are those ones that are in the millions. But uh, these averages just prove that cyber criminals are targeting lower amounts. And so you, ne- you need to make sure you build your internal controls based on these uh, lower amounts. And so that was uh, 2019 going into 2020. The average uh, increased uh, average loss from BEC scams increased from 71,000 to 92,000. So let's talk about 2021. Well, in 2021, the number of reported incidents increased slightly. So it didn't decrease from the prior year. It increased slightly over 2020 to 19,954, which is still not up to 2019 levels in the number of incidents because 2019 was uh, almost 24,000. But the biggest difference is that the 2021 losses are higher than both years. So it's that losses have continued the trend upward. But this time, instead of increasing uh, just by 100,000 from 1.7 billion to 1.8 billion, it increased up to 2.4 billion. So that means that the average loss per incident grew over 2020's 92,000 to 2021's uh, average of 120,000. Now, if I were you and if you are trying to get that fraud prevention program or tool, use this new uh, BEC average if you are trying to come up with that ROI. All right. And lastly, the report indicates that just like in 2020 and 2021, BEC was the leading crime type by victim loss. All right. So we learned all about business email compromise and what has been trending uh, 2019, 2020 and now 2021. Uh, is as far as incidents and losses and average loss. But the report goes on to talk about uh, what you should do if your company is a victim of business email compromise or BEC. And so they have four tips. And the first one is to contact the originating financial institution as soon as fraud is recognized to request or recall Uh, or reversal, as well as a hold harmless letter or letter of indemnity. All right. The second tip is to file a detailed complaint with uh, the Internet Crime Complaint Center, so IC3. And I'll put the link not only to this report, but also to where you can file complaints. The most important thing, though, they say about filing the complaint is to make sure that it contains all required data in the provided field. So don't just leave them blank, uh, including the banking information. All right. Now, the third tip is to visit IC3.gov for updated PSAs. And they really do have uh, alerts um, and they are split into two different types. So they have industry alerts and consumer alerts. And so they say you need to visit. Check out those uh, uh 
PSA so you can be up to date on the BEC trends as well as other fraud schemes targeting specific populations like real estate, uh, prepaid cards, W-2s, etc. Now, when I see these uh, PSAs or alerts, I do post them on my new scam alerts page. And so I'll put a link to that uh, page as well, because if you want to, you can subscribe. And every time I publish, which unfortunately, uh, starting in 2020, it's been at least two to three, maybe even more uh new scam alerts posted per week. And so when I post those the very next day, you'll get an email in your inbox to uh, so you can read what those new scam alerts are. And make sure you're sharing them with your team. So give them my link as well. Share that link so they can get it in their inbox or bring those uh, new scam alerts to your next meeting, making an agenda item so that people are, uh, your team members are more fraud aware. All right, now the last tip they have is to never make any payment changes without verifying with the intended recipient. Now you and I both know that's a lot harder than it sounds. Folks are not picking up the phone uh, and they may still be in a remote or hybrid situation where they are just uh, only on their cell phone and you may be still trying to call the office phone. So I know that's Uh, can be a one, it is a very manual process, but two, it can be a little frustrating too, because uh, you hardly ever get them on the first try. So I like to use authentication processes uh, where you authenticate the requester, like the same way your bank authenticates you when you contact them. And then also to authenticate the data, like asking for the existing banking details if they are asking to change the banking details and if they don't have it, that is a red red flag. So that way you're communicating, you can make sure that you're communicating with your vendor or internal employee uh, that may be collecting documents on behalf of the vendor to submit to you. And then you can have another layer of uh, security by requiring data Uh, that matches to your vendor record. Now, I'll put the links to uh, these video on-demand webinars. They're actually on YouTube, and it's really great because I have timestamps, and so you can jump around to where you want to go. In one of them, I have uh, a... There's a demo by a company called NS Knox that offers bank account validation for both U.S. and non-U.S. banks. So again, I'll put those in uh, the show notes. All right. So the last thing that I want to talk about is what is the FBI RAT? So one of the steps that the FBI says you need to make if your company is a victim of business email compromise is to report it to them. And again, I'll have a link to that, to where you go to report it in the show notes. Now you might be thinking, well, what will they do besides including your losses in their annual report for next year? Well, their internet crime complaint center has a recovery asset team or RAT. And This team was established in February of 2018 to streamline communication with financial institutions and assess 
assist FBI field offices with the freezing of funds for victims who made transfers to domestic accounts under fraudulent pretenses. They function as a liaison between law enforcement and financial institutions supporting statistical and investigative analysis. And they have three goals. The first one is to assist in the identification of potentially fraudulent accounts across the sector. The second one is to remain at the forefront of emerging trends among financial fraud schemes. And then the last one, the third one is to foster a symbiotic relationship in which information is appropriately shared. And so let's talk about how successful they have been because that's in the report too. So according to the report to date, so since February of 2018, They have been involved in losses that total $443 million. And of that $443 million, they have been successful in freezing $332 million, which, by the way, is 75%. And that is a great incentive to report uh, that your company has been a victim because we know that lots of companies are not reporting uh, their losses uh, and that, you know, they've had that fraudulent payment. And so maybe if they had reported it or maybe if you have a fraudulent payment or your company does and your company reports it, then maybe your company has a 75% chance of a full recovery. And if you read through the rest of the RAP section in the 2021 report, you'll see some examples of victims that they help. They talk about, um, they don't name them, but they uh, give the states and then they give a synopsis of uh, of what they did. And you might want to look through the rest of the report as well. It may be interesting to you. Uh, They do have, or it is 33 pages, and it talks about uh, lots of different uh, cyber uh, crimes, including uh, cryptocurrency. So if you're interested in that, uh, again, I'll have a link in the show notes and you can check that report out. All right. So thanks, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 183rd episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy. Stay happy.